The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back as we begin part three of the D&D starter set with this adventure podcast. Mike gets us started and he's joined by Kurt, JJ, Mickey, and Joe. Join our table and hear about our characters advancing to level three. Enjoy the podcast. All right. And hello, everyone, and welcome back to the shed for adventures from the shed. Um, I'm Mike. I play uh, Sir Walter Moss and... uh, I'd, before we get really rolling, I'd like to thank everyone that's uh, chosen to listen to us around the world. And uh, I, I would still want to do it, even if you all weren't listening. But uh, I don't think Joe would let me. Uh, he'd probably go back to recording really nice covers of uh, Seven Nation Army songs that he doesn't know are covers. But uh, um, Thanks, I, I really, really like doing this. And uh, I really appreciate you all listening. And um, we're going to um, keep on going as long as you keep listening. So what do you think, Kurt? Are you super pumped to be here today? I am super pumped to be here, <laughs> especially since when I got in the shed, there was a bleacher full of geek groupies behind me waiting to, <laughs> waiting to watch and cheer on my actions. Cool. But hey, everyone, thanks for listening. I'm playing Thorn Stormstriker, the dwarf hill cleric, and uh, we're going to have a great day today. Um, JJ reporting in. Uh, I play Ferris Dustbringer, the level three mage. And I am also very excited to be here today. Um, I was up early and ready to go, and um, we're go we're we're going. Hey everyone, this is Mickey. I play Bree Greenbottle. I'm the group's halfling rogue and comic relief from time to time. Um, Kirk, remember, geeks do the weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I guess that leaves me, Joe. I don't play any characters except for the non-player characters. Ha! I'm the Dungeon Master for this Dungeons & Dragons starter set. What we're going to do today, um, the first thing we're going to do is going to go around the table. Uh, we just went counterclockwise for anyone who cares, and it's really messed with my brain. So we're going to go back around clockwise, and we're going to start with Mickey. Mickey's going to tell us what uh, Bree got moving from level 2 to 3, and we're going to take a, a minute or so for each character to, to or each player to talk about what their character gained going to 3rd level. Go ahead, Mickey. Perfect. All right, so moving Bree up to 3rd level, she now gets second story work, which means she gets the ability to climb faster than normal. So climbing longer no longer costs her an extra movement. She can make running jumps, which is interesting as a halfling, and the distance that she covers increases by the number of feet equal to my dex modifier. So essentially, it's uh, three feet. I wonder sure. if, Go ahead. if uh, she, three squares because three she's squares. so little, though, that just makes her have like normal hops. And- <laughs> it's like grasshopper. <laughs> grasshopper. Yeah. It's like she's wearing. Remember those Jordan pumps. Air pumps. Or, or, the, <laughs> or the Nickelodeon moon shoes. There you go. <laughs> um, she also gets fast hands, which means um, she can take a bonus action to make a dexterity check. And the really awesome thing is with sneak attack, she now gets to roll two die six damage instead of a one die six. So, so we've got a little. Of outrageous damage, she does ludicrous damage. Ludicrous yeah. speed. This is so awesome. Fast hands. Right. Yeah, jazz hands. You need, you need that as a skill. So she's becoming quite a little badass. Go ahead, JJ. What does Ferris look like at level three? Ferris gains access to level two spells, and that's Ooh. it. 
I also gained a staff from Glass Staff that uh, is quite badass. Oh, yeah. The, the staff, staff of Defense. Staff of Defense. How did you do for hit points? Um, I actually rolled max again. I have rolled max twice. I am at 24 hit points. Wow. That's, that's Well, that's awesome. good because you're the healer. So you exactly. Need to stay alive. <laughs> I, 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 stay alive. I am the yeah. jack of all trades. I heal. I disarm traps. I I do everything out that everyone else should be doing. <laughs> and speaking of healers, let's talk to the cleric who doesn't heal, but who has had some some major kills in the last session. And yeah. we're just doing a little role play, a little role reversal here. So Thor uh, gets access to second level spells as well, which is actually really exciting for him. Uh, I'll be able to prepare four first level spells or two second level spells plus the ones that I always have prepared. Uh, and I gain, um, having always prepared, lesser restoration and spiritual weapon. Spiritual weapon is cool. I basically get to create a spectral melee weapon of my choosing in the air and have cool. it attack. And then as a bonus action, move it up to 20 feet and have it attack again, which is kind of cool. Uh, so I also get another hit die, of course. And then I rolled up to uh, including my Disciple of Life uh, bonus and all that stuff. I ended up with 31 hit points max. Very wow. cool. And... Wrapping it up with Sir Walter Moss, who, as a fighter, uh, it's very interesting whenever he levels up, and he just gains a power called Improved Critical, which means that my critical hits are 19s and 20s. Nice. Wow. Have you rolled either 19 or 20? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't think remember. So. <laughs> on, on things that I didn't really matter. Oh, I think oh I yeah. Did, I, I listened you. at the door. Yeah. 20. Yeah. That was Kurt, actually, last time. <laughs> yes, but I, I did also bump up my hit points to 32, which is pretty good. And I think that means that I am the meat shield. Right. Yeah. And, and Joe, just for people at home who are already mocking my stupidity uh it is not disciple of life that gave me a bonus on my max hit points it's my dwarven toughness i get basically one extra each time i level up okay great um and i'll point out again i think everything that you guys got to level three or everything that you learn as your character goes up is on your character sheet on these pre-generated character sheets which again i think is a good thing for the dungeons and dragons starter set uh, now let's get back into the adventure where we left off last time. Our party had defeated Glassstaff, and by defeated, I mean decimated, destroyed, killed, mutilated, all that stuff. He was a bad um, man. Yeah, he he was, he, overall, dance. he was bad. Uh, so you finished him off. You got his treasures. And I think the next thing we need to do is head back to Fandolin and wrap up the quests that you had involving him. Um, the, the keeper of the quest log, what does that mean to us here, Kurt? That's an excellent question. Uh, I know one of the things that we could do to start would be go back to see uh, Miss Halia, who Halia yeah. Thornton, yep. Halia Thornton offered us uh, that if we eliminated Glassstaff and brought back any letters that he had in his possession, that she would offer us a hundred gold uh, gold pieces. So that is certainly a great place to start. And uh, perhaps while we walk towards her, I'll see if there's anything else that we need to. Let's get paid. All right. Well, let's well, for uh, for recap purposes. What did that letter state? The state that letter we found. I know yep. it was the. The spider dude that it was a correspondence it. between her uh, between him and the spider the black, yeah. saying the, the that black if, spider. if we showed up we she should uh, or he should um, get us captured and take him up, up there as well so he was going to be bad news if we hadn't murdered him immediately <laughs> Good with justification pre- yeah. like with it. prejudice with yeah the letter did say to capture them if he could uh kill them if he must but don't allow them to upset our plans oh they have been upset yeah and uh so Hallie had asked for the um 
for the to eliminate Glassstaff as well as bring her any correspondence found in his quarters. So do you bring her that letter? Yes. Okay. Then when you arrive at the Fandolin Miners Exchange where Halia hangs out, where she works, um, she does greet you. Welcome back. Hello. How'd he go? What's up? Well, oh, we, we, we murdered him. We, we took care of it. <laughs> we, took, <laughs> we took care of it. He won't be us. bothering I you had anymore. I staff. We, we danced on his corpse. <laughs> All right. Um, did, you, uh, did you find any correspondence there you have the staff so you have yes we did find a letter we did find this letter between him and the black spider okay great thanks um i have the 100 gold piece reward for you here you are mama needs new shoes wait a minute so what there are 100 gold pieces can you tell me anything can you tell us anything about the spider uh no uh, except that it appears that that's who Glassstaff or Ierno was working for. Mm. Well, gee, uh, that's, uh, that's inconvenient. Hopefully, um, our taking care of the red brands will help in your city development. And uh, I guess we have a lot to do, so uh, we'll leave you to it. That's right. Thanks. Thanks. That Eliminating the red brand leader is definitely going to help out the town. Fandolin thanks you. Remember who did it. And we <laughs> thank you for your monetary recompense. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So where are we going next? So next, you probably want to talk to Sildar. Uh, let him know what happened to Iarno. Sildar? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he was at the, the city hall building? He was basically. at town hall last time. He's yeah. probably still there. Town master's hall. Why not? Yeah. Right. Remember, he had asked us to find out what we could learn about his old wizard compatriot, Arno, who we now know as Glassstaff. Um, he's also offered us a reward for driving out the leader at Cragmore Castle, but we don't know how to get to Cragmore Castle yet, so we mm-hmm. probably need to work our way around town and see if we can figure that out. All right, let's go. So it turns out, yes, that um, uh, Sildar is, well, we'll just put him at the Townmaster's Hall, and... Uh, He's very sad to learn that, well, Ierno was actually the leader of the Red Brands. That's a bad thing. Uh, however, the, the reward for uh, eliminating the Red Brand threat is still, um, he, he offers you 200 gold pieces for helping out the town. Yeah. So it's, it's still a big help to the town. All right. Sorry about your buddy, but uh, it, it sucks. He had to go. Um, yeah, it would have been great to have captured him and brought him to Neverwinter to face justice, but I understand if he was an imminent threat that he he must... I see you haven't actually met justice then, right here here it is. (laughs) I'm pointing at my fist. He is pointing at his fist. Those the hammers. So what what we'll do next, I think that's all you had outstanding. Does that sound right, Kurt? Mm -hmm. It does. Um, What we're going to do next is let's just... We're, for the sake of uh, expedience, we're going to say you guys hole up in the town, uh, in the tavern for a night, uh, heal up, rest up. You, you'll have all of your spells, your hit points, um, ready to head off uh, on the next part of the adventure, which is actually part three of the Dungeons & Dragons starter set. And this is a little bit more open 
than the uh, the previous ones. Uh, it really depends on the quest that you guys have had already. So we've got a couple of options out of the quests that you have. You have the uh, Banshee Bargain, which is to talk to the Banshee. That was a quest uh, from the Sister Gariel. You also had the um, Old Owl Trouble and the Orc Trouble quests that you received in town. Well, I mean, that seems like a good order to go through. So I, I let's... Go let's after hit, that banshee. Let's hit the banshee first. Okay, so right, and just to remind everyone, we have a present f- from is it Sister Gariel? Is that how mm-hmm. we say her name? That we're yeah. supposed to bring to a banshee Agatha. I in the hopes is that not correct? In the hopes that of, is correct. Uh, finding a, out or locating any, a spell tome or a spell book that's important to her. Right, it was a silver comb, I think, is what it was. Right. Right. Uh, and in order to get there. You have to travel about 10 days along the Tribor Trail. And during that time, um, you will avoid any wilderness encounters, uh, uh, fortunately, if you will. And you get up through, and I'll give you a little peek at the map here. Again, anyone who's listening and wants to follow along, it's page 5. But you guys are going from Fandolin here up to Coneyberry, and I'll describe a little bit more there. Uh, as you reach that area, you I gotta flip back to the right page here. Um, so you reach up to where the town of Coneyberry is, and the the town itself, mm-hmm. yeah, the town itself uh, is abandoned and run down. It was. Uh, um, Who's from around the area? Did anyone determine? No, if none of were, us were. Yeah, I, don't think us were. Like, I mean, she. she um, I was just Bree hanging out with. Been the, hanging out with the Red Brand, so somebody, she might know something. Somebody roll me a history check. A history check. Yeah, let's do that. Let's. I got this. Let's use a little bit yeah. of the rules here. Rolling, 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 and we'll use this to see if I can Rawhide. give you a little Seven. bit more information. I have a fifteen. <laughs> All right. I so, won't even tell you. <laughs> Ferris knows that years ago, the town of Coneyberry was sacked by barbarians, and that's what happened at this town. It lies in ruins now, um, and the Tribor Trail runs right through the abandoned town, and from the ruins, there's an old trail, the ruins of Coneyberry. There's an old trail that leads northwest into Neverwinter Woods. I really and wish they would have tried the, to bring back Coneyberry because that seems like much more delightful place than, than Fandolin. Yeah. Uh, um, so Welcome to Coneyberry Junction. We know this trail <laughs> leads up to where you are to find the Banshee. Nice. Okay. So as you follow the trail, and this is some narrative from the book here, the forest grows dark and still as the trail winds deeper into the trees, heavy vines and thick layers of moss drape the branches, not that moss. The moss that's on the trees. I might drape the branches too. And the air is noticeably colder than it was in the ruined village. Rounding a bend in the trail, you see a screen made from the warped branches of trees standing close together, woven into a dome-like shelter in the shadows. A low doorway leads inside. But would you drape them with beaver pelts? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's from the previous one. Um, there we go. You guys have approached the uh, that area as described. Do we see anything? Only anything one or any one? <laughs> Is there any one kind of? Uh, no, nothing outside us? of this dome-like shelter. Okay. 
being the smallest. Are of there our any group, traps? Yeah. Can you see through the little door? Can I? Can I? <laughs> can I like peek up and see if I can either see through the cracks or maybe peek through a window? When you look at the shelter, you can see um, a home of sorts is sheltered within the dome of woven branches. It is sparsely furnished with chests, shelves, a table, and a reclined couch, all of it old and of elven craft. Do I see anyone inside? No. All right. It looks kind of empty, group. It looks like this is a home. And the stuff in there looks of elven craft, so I don't know what's going on there. Seems sort of unusual, though. Mm-hmm. So I guess be ready for anything. Yes. On alert, people. You too, wizard. <laughs> I'm looking at my spell book. And wizard. That's alert enough. <laughs> okay. So are, are you are going we gonna inside? Politely? Is there an actual door or is there just yes. an opening? There is a door. Is it A locked? low doorway leads inside was the last sentence. Is it locked? Do I need to pick it? It is not locked. Okay. I'll knock. You'll knock? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be polite and knock. It's a banshee. There All is right. no answer. <laughs> There's no answer at See? the knock. See? I'm going uh, in. Try the knob. It opens. I'm going in. I'm going to call okay. out. Does anyone reside here? We seek sucker. Sucker? Sucker. Well, hardly know. Sucker? 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 He seeks sucking. <laughs> he wants to Sucker. Su- you know what sucker is? Some, uh, uh, I don't think so. Shelter. <laughs> shelter food. There we go. Okay. Can you um, just say shelter? Shelter food. No. That was polysyllabic. A duosyllabic, at least. Wizards. Right. <laughs> uh, after, after you've opened the door, Bree has stepped inside. Anybody else may have as well. Um, so shortly after you enter the home, the air grows cold and a powerful feeling of dread grits you. Oh, great ghosts. A cold, pale light flickers in the air, rapidly taking on the form of a female elf her hair and robes waving in a spectral wind. She might have been beautiful once, but a hateful expression twists her features now. Foolish mortals, she snarls. What do you want here? Do you not know it is death to seek me out? No, no, no. See, we've got something for you. (laughs) It's not like that at all. (laughs) We have a gift for you. I mean, come on. Calm down. A gift. What is this gift, mortals? Give me the comb. Give me the comb. Here's the comb. Uh, the here, comb. look. See? A Sister, beautiful silver comb. A beautiful comb. silver comb for you. She's, uh, the, the ghostly figure smiles with cold amusement. Very well, she says. I know that you seek many things. Ask me one question, and I will give you an answer. Well, I, I know that... None you may speak something. amongst yourselves if you like. But, uh, <laughs> I, I think we should probably try to figure out Cragmall Castle. Cragmall Castle? The, no one else knows. Yeah, they don't know anything about it, and we'll just be doing side quests all day long. Awesome. What, what about the poor little nun? Whatever. Uh, yeah, forget the nun. Get a spell book for, forget for the me. nun. <laughs> well, I, I think we can get the spell book later if, yeah. if it's that important. So, uh, um, so. kind lady. Um, <laughs> Where your is, horribleness? Um, your horribleness. Huh? Hopefully, you're not saying that out loud. <laughs> Where uh, we're trying to locate Gundren Rockseeker at Cragmall Castle. Can you tell us how to get there? Where it is? Please be as specific as possible. As specific as possible. 
<laughs> yes, and for the sake of the um, the the MMO interpretation, uh, your quest log. Uh, now, if you select uh, Cragmaw Castle, is now a um, uh, quest log. Uh, it's part of your quest log. It's real now it's instead active. of just yeah active. I like that. Thanks. There's the word I was looking for. Succor to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so and when you select it, there's an arrow that points you directly to it. So she has given you the location of Cragmaw Castle. Great, excellent. That That's she, actually a big win for us. She slowly <laughs> fades back into a very light pale mist and disappears. Thank Wait, you. Goodbye, Banshee. Your Excellency. Thank you. But, what? Hmm. I said, wait, you forgot to comb your hair. <laughs> oh, she took the comb with her. Yeah. Uh, how do we feel about those, those uh, elven helms? Or was it elven home? Is there, is there um, anything worth uh, thinking about stealing here, Rogue? <laughs> Dude, I don't think there's any helm. we just like, faced down a banshee. You really want to try to loot her home now? I just want to think about it. Uh, I, I'm, yeah. You can think about it. I'm going to be outside. Okay. <laughs> Probably a good call. I don't think we can carry a couch with us. <laughs> Especially a reclining couch. Uh, it is reclined. Although I yes. am very intrigued by the reclining couch. It's interesting. You guys they, they can talk amongst yourselves. I'm going outside. <laughs> if we turn it if we turn it this way so that the legs are, are go around the hinge. <laughs> it, it won't fit through the door. No, no it won't fit. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, well. It turns out nothing in here fits through the door except you guys. We gave it a good shot. <laughs> that simplifies things. Yeah. So, so uh, if the we probably don't want to report back to the nun. <laughs> the characters gain experience for successfully persuading Agatha to answer a question. If they do, divide 200 experience points equally among the characters. Kurt's uh, got his spreadsheet so going there for I've that. I've got it. Um, would we perhaps want to tell the nun that we did our absolute best, but the banshee wanted none of us? Well, and see I if... mean, it's a long way back to yeah. Let's just go straight. So to let's Cragmore. let's to pick another one. I I, I, I mean, yeah. where is Cragmore relative to where we are now? Where you are now is, and again, I'm going to refer to page five here in the book because it is the Overland map. You guys just went to Agatha's lair here. Okay. Cragmore Castle is actually that way. The other two quests are right here. Oh. So you guys are within a day or so of the other of the old owl well, but you are another what six, seven days back towards Cragmaw Castle. I, I'd say whatever one is the most closest to us. The, the closest, closest to you now is the uh, by the information you've been given is the old owl well, which is that um, old owl well trouble. I can't remember the exact name of that quest, Kurt, but you have it. Right. Old I think owl we might well as well swing around and get yeah. that. All right, let's go do that. And that Ta- one is. Let's help you on a farmer, right? And that, this is the the quest. Just <laughs> to recap, this is a quest you got from Darren Edermath when you went to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Darren the problem is that there uh, several prospectors have reported being chased from the area of mm. the old owl well by undead. And, pe- right, and Darren been, wanted you to go check it out. Okay. People have been digging around in the ruins up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had told us that there may be dangerous magic in the place that was a, 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 the ruins or somehow a, a tower or a watchtower for an old uh, magical empire. Mm. Yes. So, uh, but they, clear, clear evidence of undead in the area. So after a couple of days travel um, in through the, the rugged hills south of the Tribor Trail, essentially you guys are going southeast from Agatha's Lair to the Old Owl Well. After a couple of days through the, the um, hills and uh, the, the little bit of forest you have to walk through, 
you find it's relatively easy to find because it is an old watchtower. They're pretty easy to find. Um, and we have here the narrative text. As you crest a low ridge, you spy the crumbling ruins of an old watchtower standing amid the rugged hills. The place is so old that the walls are only mounds of rubble enclosing a courtyard of sorts adjacent to the broken stump of an old tower. A colorful tent has been set up in the middle of the courtyard, but no one is in sight. And you guys all have a passive perception of, gosh, there's a number here. 13 except for Mickey. Everybody's 10 or higher, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. So as you approach, you smell a very strong odor of decay. I smell dead people. As you approach. Yes, I smell (laughs) dead people. Some of them don't even know they smell. (laughs) I'm going to pull out my sword and get ready. Or not my sword. I have a heirloom heirloom axe and get ready just in case. I know this heirloom axe has a name. What's the name? Um, Felicity. Felicity? Yep. Felicity. Felicity. (laughs) (laughs) It's canon now. (laughs) It is. uh, Well, it was Felicity. Now it's canon. (laughs) I see what you did there. Boy, that joke succored. (laughs) (laughs) So you you guys approach. um, uh, And because it is a watchtower and as described, it's really just a lot of crumbling rocks now with... um, a courtyard essentially in the middle, and there's the this colorful tent set up right in the middle. Um, so you can approach from any direction. It's a pretty much a big circle. Now, is it like a a small tent or like a circus tent? It is a small, colorful tent. Let's small. see. Uh, and well, actually, it doesn't say small. It's a colorful tent. It looks like um, uh, I'd say maybe about a ten foot tent. Not huge, not tiny. So it's not Barnum and Bailey. So you do not hear elephants. Bree is going to kind of ready her little short bow, like notch a little arrow, and just kind of walk very carefully, making sure that she like pans or scans the area for any yep. imminent threats. And I want to go to the flap of the tent, and I motion for you to like aim at the entrance. Ready. And then I can. Whip open the entrance real quick. So and you're you going to approach the tent? Yes. Okay. So that's the first part. <laughs> um, when you approach the tent, as you walk past the tower towards the tent in the middle, uh, a, a, a group of zombies that are circling the area uh, shamble out towards you. Zombies? Zombies. 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 A quick count of them reveals 12 zombies. 12 zombies. Fast zombies or slow zombies? Uh, D&D zombies. (laughs) I think they are painfully slow would be the word for it. Let's do a quick initiative. Let's do it. I'm going to split them up into two groups because there are 12. So Mickey and I have made a pact. If a zombie outbreak ever happens, if they're shamblers... It's happening right now. We're going to... Attempt to survive, but if they're twenty-eight days later, zombies and they can sprint, we're just going to kill each other. <laughs> That's hopefully, a good call. Could Shoot, be. Man. I would just turn into a zombie if they sprint because I can't sprint. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is saying that while holding a chocolate glazed well, donut. A donut. <laughs> I can't sprint. <laughs> um, 
All right, so what I've got, just write these down if you would. I've got zombie group one and zombie group two. I'm just splitting them into two. I'm not going to do 12. Mm -hmm. Uh, The initiatives are 14 and Mm -hmm. 6. Okay. Um, Bree's going on a 13. Wizard, you're at 15. Correct. I'm at 7. Sir Walter Moss is at seven. I'm at four minus one for three. And three for Thor. My nice. lord, you guys. With four minus one for three. Yep. All right. Awesome. And what does that mean for us? So that have... means that top of the order is the wizard, followed by zombie group one. And when you say the wizard, you mean Ferris. Yeah, the, right. the wizard. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. Because she's racist. Because well, I'm classist. racist. She actually called Glastap by his name, I think. Well, he tried to mage. kill me, so, uh, you know, yeah, there was a little bit of respect there. Can you be sure that Ferris <laughs> hasn't tried to kill you? Not this yet, is which is why he's the wizard. <laughs> All right, so Ferris, what is your plan here? You have 12 zombies. <clears throat> you have Bree and Sir Walter Moss were approaching the tent when this happened. Uh, we didn't necessarily establish where Ferris and Thor were, but you are somewhere in the I, area. I would be, like, near them. I don't know if I'd be uh, – yeah. The stench may have been emanating from this tent, so I may not have gone yeah. up to it. Um, and now you realize now, it is from the rotting corpses. Do I see, tactically, any clumped enough zombies that I can make use of a cone? Now, they don't give me a size here, but what I'm going to say is the the courtyard that you walked into, we're going to say is about 50 feet. All right, and they were spaced evenly all the way around, so they're they've all just come out and now are converging towards the tent, towards the center. All right, so from that area, then yeah. um, the on the clock dial that the entrance yep. to the tent was, I'm going to try to clear a hole back to where we came. Okay, just so we can retreat just a little bit if we want to. Okay, we got it. Um, and I will be using uh, Ray of Frost. Okay. Good old chesty. Are they coming out of the tent? Or? No. No. No, they're just around. <laughs> Does an eight hit? Yes, an eight hits. Oh, nice. <laughs> Are you? Whoa. I'm I, sorry. I, zombies. Zombies. Now, for anyone who hasn't kept up with this, zombies in this edition, in the newest edition of Dungeons & Dragons, they did this in the play test, too. Yeah. I think they're very cool, and I'll recap what they do as we go further. For two damage. And okay. it's... Movement speed is slowed to 10 if it was greater than that. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Yes, their speed is 20. So yeah, that right one's there. movement speed is slowed to 10. Okay. So do you hit one zombie or do you hit a group of zombies? He hits one. Oh. Because there are 12 of them and they're all like around, around us, it wasn't an area effect spell wasn't going to help. Uh, as the Ray of Frost goes off, and the zombies are shambling forward. Uh, the flap of the tent opens, and a stout, red-robed figure with sallow skin, a shaved scalp, and a black tattoo on his forehead um, steps out, or sticks his head out, and, and, and starts to step out of the tent and says, What is the meaning of this? What's going on here? You're being attacked by zombies. Who's next? Let, let's get, give a shot at who's next first. Bree uh, is. No, no, she's oh, not. No, I'm sorry. Group two. Group one. Wow. Okay. They're shambling forward. They have a little more time before they reach you. They are now, they've halved the distance. They've halved the distance. Yeah. Okay. So now it's Bree's turn. What so are we doing? We're going to say they started about 30 or so feet away from you. They can move 20, but one already got frosty. So they're they're going to move about half the distance towards you. 
Oh, great. Um, what are we doing here? You're getting attacked by zombies. That's what we're doing here. So she takes aim at the closest one to her, which I guess would be one over to her, right? Um, so a- as you say that and you're readying your bow, yeah. he puts up a hand and calls out some strange words and the zombies stop. And he says, "What? you're interfering in my business. What are you talking about? Oh. What business could you have with having a group of zombies? What are you doing with zombies? <laughs> Do an arcana check, um, Ferris. Woohoo! Piece of candy. I got Piece 69 dice candy. plus 5, 21. Nice. All right. Um, so the tattoos on him are, you recognize, is the tattoos, uh, they're um, necromantic symbol. So he is a necromancer a of some necromancer. type. Okay. So these are his zombies, most likely. This is but true. If it wasn't obvious enough. Necromancer doesn't that. always mean evil, though. Yeah. That's right. Except that he's controlling zombies. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, he should have, the cleric should have the most negative attitude toward this, considering he's a cleric of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who is, yes, thinking about turning undead as quickly as and, possible. And in response to Sir Walter Moss, he says, my business here is my own. I was here first, after all. Let's not get tasty or testy, Mr. Tasty. Tasty (laughs) Tasty brain. Mm. Uh, We're here to follow up on some reports of attacks on some other uh, individuals who have been trying to be up in here, up in this area. All up in here. All up in here. Up in here. Are you going to lose your mind up in here? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Kurt's ready to bust out. And the people Uh, in the bleachers say, hey! (laughs) Uh, The, um... So, yeah, uh, so w- are you leaving then? Will you be on your way? Well, no, we're, we're here to figure out what was attacking these, these fine gentlemen. Oh, there have been others that have interfered recently, yes, but we just chased them off. By killing them? Nobody has died. Huh. Those zombies would speak S- otherwise. So what have they been interfering with? My business, of course. Which exactly is what, Mr. Man? Oh, I think perhaps if you want to know what I'm doing, you'd better start talking about what you're doing here. We told you what we're doing here. We came to investigate. Well, that's none of your business then, is it? (laughs) Well, that's the whole point of being here is to figure out what the business is. Um, Come on. (laughs) Um, Works every time. It does. (laughs) No, it does. How's your persuasion modifier? Perhaps if you want to strike a... Bargain? Maybe we could bargain. If if what I have is so important to you, perhaps if you were to remove the orcs over at Wyvern Tor, I could share some of the information I have found. All right. So, as a sign of good faith, why don't you share a little bit of information first? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he um, uh, he doesn't How do really I know have a quest thing above his head. Oh. How do I know if it's, it if it's worth my time if I want to take out these orcs? If you know, they're orcs. Yeah, I know. Fuck the orcs, but still. Yeah, they are orcs. Is there a sense motive check in this edition? It is a um, it is a perception, I believe, is the right thing to look at. Let me. Uh, there was a check for this at somebody else. Uh, insight. It is insight. It's based insight. on wisdom. Insight. If you do not have insight itself, it's a wisdom check. I would like to uh, see if he's being truthful, like in sure. that. Yeah. Let's see. Fifteen insight. 
Okay. As far as you can tell, he's just greedy. He wants what's his and doesn't want to share it. He's being truthful. Okay. Mm. It's like he's claiming squatter's rights on this spot. Okay. And Fair enough. You, you have no specific reason to doubt him, but of course you can. Yeah, no, it, it, it yeah. makes sense. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's claimed this area and he's protecting it against all others. I mean, this other prospectors have been coming up here, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Looking for artifacts or Something. other stuff. And yeah. he's chasing them away. He's defending his claim. He is. Granted, it's with necromantic energies, but that's not necessarily evil. It takes all kinds. What do you think, Cleric? Naturally, I am uh, both scared and reviled by the presence of the zombies and anyone who is dealing with the undead. Uh but I am also personally inclined to deal with the orc trouble since we've been told that we'd be rewarded for doing that back in town. Of course, my concern would be that by doing that, we may be strengthening him, which I would not want to do. We can always come back and take him out. And I would not have the slightest problem with that. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Anyone opposed to going after some orcs? Let's go kill no. some orcs. Let's hunt some orc. Kill some orc. But if we show up there and they're like, Oh, we're nice orcs. We just want you to go over there and take care of the necromancer. <laughs> we're not going to play that back and forth game. <laughs> uh, uh, so what is uh, the lesser of the two evils? A very good question. Um, so the orcs, well, Wyvern Tor itself is uh, about two days through the hills to the Holy south of crap. where you are. We're going to have to spend a lot of time traveling. This is a big adventure. It is. Oh, man. We're going to get there like that if you're headed there. All right, let's roll. I am a little disappointed, though, that I don't get to make my cranberries joke that I was going to make. You uh, still can? I'll I'll make it if we go back. (laughs) But there's there's 12 of them, so you have to say it. It's the only thing in my head. (laughs) It is. So let's then take a a travel over to Wyvern Tour and take a look at the orcs. Yep. Let's go kill some orcs. Um, so this, well, let's do another history check. Oh. See if I can oh. give you a little bit more information nice. about this. Hey, one. <laughs> did anybody? So Walter Moss didn't study very hard. Anybody exceed yeah. a fifteen? I did. All right. So uh, Bree knows that once upon a time, the crag that you're approaching. Uh, is a prominent landmark in the rugged hills of the Sword Mountain. But, you know, once upon a time, it was actually home to a large and dangerous nest of wyverns. Uh, But a band of bold adventurers dealt with them years ago. And although the wyverns never returned, other creatures lair here from time to time. And apparently the current squatters of this area are orcs. And that's who you've been sent to eliminate. All right, guys. Wyverns wyverns are kind of... Dragonish kind of things. Um, I actually have not seen in this version of D and D if they have arms or not. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Um, but they are flying serpent type of things. Mm. Heads up, guys! We're entering uh, but they're, they're gone. Country yeah. wyverns are bats, lions, and scorpions put together. That's they're, they're like a manticore, isn't it? I think it's a wyvern. Mm. I, I it sounds correct. Maybe. Either way, they're not there, and there will be orcs. <laughs> there well, will be orcs. As long as this isn't like the ancestral home of these orcs, and they're going to try to play that card, uh, I'm fine with moving in on these orcs. There you go. Let's take them out. Um, 
as we are approaching the area, who is leading the way? The because rogue. whoever's leading the way is going to be the one finding this. There will only be one person rolling. You want the rogue in front, or do it, you want it is the fighter a in the perception front? or survival check, both based on wisdom? You don't want. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, how would we actually do this if we were? What would our party? So you guys uh, are kind of going through the hills, a couple of jagged uh, crags, mountain type things. Um, not too big, but there's one prominent one among the many, and that's the one you're looking for. Uh, if we were so traveling, Sir be? Walter or Thor would probably be in front, right? I would think so, and yeah. especially if we knew that we were entering orc country, that. That would definitely be the case. Are you feeling aggressive today, Sir Walter Moss, or would you be hanging back? (laughs) No, I mean, it's. I I don't have a problem going first. I know you have a shield, but you don't always use that shield. The most likely order would probably be Moss, um, Bree, Barris, and then Thor. So Walter Moss is your perception or survival higher? I don't think anyone had survival. Um, I think we determined before it was the fighter we were not using. Perception is higher, actually. All right, go ahead and roll that. I have a plus three to survive. Please don't be bad. So once you're in the general area, essentially once an hour, you make this check to find it. Nice. 21. So as soon as you get into the area, you spot it right away. Nice. And you find the, the camp, the orc camp. And this is the narrative that goes along with finding it. The faint smell of smoke hangs on the air as you ascend a rugged ridge on the lower slopes of the hill. Fifty yards away, a cave mouth opens up at the bottom of a ravine. Hunkered down by a boulder, twenty yards outside the cave, keeping watch, is a single orc. Just one. (laughs) So it is fifty yards away, and he is twenty yards outside the cave, so he's thirty yards from you, which is ninety feet. There's the range. He's ninety feet away from you. (laughs) Can Bree take him out with one shot? In a quiet, quiet way. This is a good question. One shot. One, one shot. Orc. One she shot, does one get to deer. roll twice because she has advantage. I can do. I can shoot up to eighty feet. So you would want to quietly approach. Bow. Yes, she's going to quietly approach. And what is your range? Eighty. Eighty feet so with you just have my to get a short bit bow. All right, guys. I'm gonna take them out. So let's be sneaky to get up there first. So roll a stealth check. Yep. So roll stealth check first. Nice. That's really good. Yes. That's like 21. Um, I have to give him a 22. chance to spot you. Give me a moment here. i got to get to the 22. monster. That's what I said. I'm looking up orc on page 61, and I'm going to give him a wisdom check. Uh, six. He is not going to spot you. Ha, 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 ha. All right. So she's in position. She's going to take aim at the orc. Nice. Ooh. Roll the other one just to see if you get a 20. Yes, 20 is even better. So that's nope. an 18 okay. Close and a 5, so we'll 18 take the 18. Mm-hmm. So 18 plus 5 is what, 23? Yep. yep. Woohoo! That hits, definitely hit. So 1 die 6. Plus 2 die 6. Why? I don't have sneak attack. Yes, you do. Yep. Why not? You are definitely sneaking. You I'm have sneak attack. They don't, he is not aware you yeah. are there. So, yep, I get to roll, so I get to roll three dice six. That's nice. 
two nice. ghettos. That looks pretty good. <laughs> All right, so I can tell you, you have two sixes and a three. That's 15 on the dice. Plus the three. orc has 15 hit points. She Woo-hoo! takes him out. One shot, uh, one kill. <laughs> that's awesome. So it, an 80-foot shot thank comes you. through and brails it right in the throat. Very nice. Um, thank you very much. Then I'll be here all week. <laughs> so you you take him. Where did you want to hit him? Like in the oh. eye, in the neck? Or what? No, she's always going for the kill shot. It's an yeah. orc, so she's probably going to try to get him like either in the eye or the neck. Okay. So you neck. hit, you hit him. You hit him hard <laughs> enough that it goes in his eye socket and comes out his neck. <laughs> it's like the magic bullet. <laughs> it's the magic, it it the comes magic on arrow. back and you just crash yes. in your hand, put it back. In the- <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so he's down. Uh, there are there is no other sentry outside the uh, outside of the cave. Clear. So it's a cave opening on the side of the crag. All right. So I guess uh, uh, yeah, so let's no. try to all be sneaky going up to it. Okay. So we can keep our surprise. I guarantee nothing, but that is a good plan. All right. Um, so let's uh, everybody do that. Everybody uh, roll a uh, stealth check. Give me a, a number that you're approaching with so I can get an idea. Just so you know, I have disadvantage on stealth checks because I'm wearing my chainmail armor. All right, keep it down back there, Thor. Not ideal. What do we got? Eight. Three, eight. Disadvantage and a negative one on stealth. Can I help you? Outstanding. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have I have a 17. Okay. Nine. So if we take the, the, the stealthiest up towards the front, which is what you would probably do anyway, um, you reach the cave opening and you see inside, uh, we'll say Bree, but everybody, of course, inside the cave, um, it just opens up into a large room. And inside there you see a big orc, six regular orcs, and a... And an ogre Ooh. inside there. Oh, man. They're going to love us. Yeah. That's who is inside. Hmm. So, who's got the ogre? <laughs> I'll take him. So, what's your, what's your guys' plan? You are currently undetected at the entrance to the cave, and Bree has told you what's inside. I don't know. Do we want to think- just... Stay out here and just fire in. Uh, sure. Like, is there a lot of cover that they can be find in there? There's a big bowl. There are things inside, stalagmites and rocks and stuff inside. And they've set up camp inside, so they have like wooden stools, some tree trunk kind do of you things. Have a nice, do you I'd have like, an AOE that you could use? I'd I like do. to cast a spell. I'd like to cast aid, a, a second level spell. Oh, on the ogre? Uh, on up to three targets within oh, 30 so feet of myself. Oh, the ogre, the big orc, and another orc. <laughs> Not quite. Oh, come on. On Bree, Ferris, and myself, who will now for up to eight hours, or for eight <laughs> hours. Well, Sir Walter Ross right. hasn't needed any help I didn't to want it anyway. anything. You know, the idea is I have a lot of healing spells prepared, okay. so I want to make sure I stay alive to heal if necessary. But aid uh, provides up to three targets within 30 feet, an instant increase and a max hit point increase of five for the duration of the spell. 
All right. Sounds good to me. So, so the three of us get a five-bump for eight hours. I didn't do uh, no, the no. illustrious Sir Walter Moss because no. I know he can handle himself. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I will no, heal no. him. Uh, I'll heal him if he goes down. Uh, if you're not too busy killing things. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, we should lead this thing off with uh, Bree doing a long-range sneak attack to the ogre. Are you, gonna t- are you going to do your AOE? Yeah, we'll do but it. But you do want it. me to hit the ogre first? Yeah, do it. We're, we're going to all do it at the same before, time. Before we do that, let's go ahead and roll initiative so we know so where we it's going to pick up barely. after that. And I'm going to have 20. Oh. 20 on the die. I'm going to have three initiatives. I'm going to have the big orc, the ogre, and six orcs. That's so going to be three separate ones. So big orc? Yeah. The um, a big orc is going to have 16. One six. The ogre is. He has a crappy dex. Uh, Eleven. Mm-hmm. And then the six orcs. Oh, they're going to have eighteen. And I'll have them all acting at the same time. The six orcs. Depending on what happens, they may end up split up. We'll see how it goes. All right, Thor's got a twenty on the die. So he's 20, first, 20 he's minus 1 for 19. 19. That was a 20. Although it's, it's always a 20. Is it always 20? Crit, so he's first. Nice. So it's 20. Um, Ferris? I'm on a 14. Wizard, 14. Mr. Sir Moss? I, I have an 8. An 8. And Bree goes on an 11. So Thor is first. Then... Six orcs. Well, he, we can actually. But actually, we get around. We're going first. to do your surprise round first. So take so we can, the take Bree as first, and then anyone else can act as part of the surprise round. However, you choose. We don't have to go in the initiative order, but now we know how it will pick up after. Oh man, I'm gonna murder nice. that orc. Or, so ogre. that's a nineteen on the die. Nineteen on the die plus five. Or Walter Moss wishes he'd had that. Yeah. Who doesn't, though, really? Yeah. She didn't do as much damage this time. What? Well, still a bunch That's of damage. Well, 15. 15. Um, the ogre. Against going, the ogre. Against the ogre. Okay, so. Uh, got it. Well, that'd be important. Okay. So you hit him. Hell yeah, I hit him. And he cries out stupidly. He cries to his mama. Oh, mama! <laughs> I thought the ogre's going to talk. How's that? <laughs> I hit my mama! That's right! Better cry. <laughs> so we're, we're on surprise round. We can yeah. act yep. as we so desire. You guys, one, you take a round. I think it's an action for a surprise round. That might be a good thing to look up if somebody doesn't know it offhand. On a surprise round, is it one action or do you get your entire turn? That would be my question. Uh, so what does Thor want to do while JJ's looking that up? I think Thor mm-hmm. uh, just wants to use his cantrip, Sacred Flame. He's tempted to do more damage, but I think he is this turn going to use Sacred Flame for 1d8 radiant damage with no cover benefit. And we're, we're going to say you're at the cave entrance. All of them are within 50 feet of you, just to give you a range uh, for anyone who cares. Within 50, right. Some so of them a... are closer, but the farthest is 50 feet, and, and the others are, are maybe as close as about 20 feet to the cave entrance. Right, so the, I, this has a range of 60 feet, so I'd like to it. target the ogre who has yeah. a chance to make a dex savings throw. Oh, Against 1d8 damage. All right, so... If you are surprised, we're still in the round. We are not in a surprise round. We are actually okay. in the first round. Okay. If you're surprised, you get no actions. Okay. So they don't get an they action. Don't, basically, right. we're skipping their initiative and we're taking ours. Okay. 
Okay, so I probably acted out of order, but no, you're fine. It doesn't matter. No, it's fine. Right, so We're going to do you four first. I rolled a one d eight and rolled an eight for eight okay. radiant damage. And what was his DC for the saving throw? I'm I'm sure he missed it because he got a nine. Oh, he, uh, he needs to beat a thirteen. Yeah, so he missed it. And you did how much? Uh, eight. Eight damage. And that's a plus one to hit. Um, in sacred flame, not to hit. It's no. a dex. Uh, saving throw for the no. Bad I was guy. trying to remember. There's a bonus thing to it or not? Uh, no, it just hits in Lexi. Okay, uh, Ferris and, and Sir Moss. Who's going to right. make an action here? Um, are they within 15 feet of each other? Can I try to maximize a 15 foot cone? Let's say, um, uh, roll a d4. Roll a d4, and that's how many you'll be able to get in a cone. Four. All right, I'll let you hit four of them. Um, and I'm just going to put them as the regular orcs. All right. So the I others will... aren't clumped. The regular orcs maybe are sitting around a little campfire camp over fire. here, and that was that wafting smoke that that Sir Walter. So uh, I, I, latched I onto. snuck up as best I could, got close, and then I run up and burning hands, burning burning hands, hands. burning them, and they'll be like, the fire got really hot. All right. As a 15 foot cone, three yeah. dice six on a failed orcs, dexterity right? saving throw, DC 13. All right. Orcs, uh, what's the saving throw? DC 13 dexterity. Dexterity. Um, well, let's see how bad the first one is. Yeah, I'll roll them separately. The first one saved. The second one saves. The third one does not. And the fourth one does. So right. I had yeah, rolls 13 or above for three of them, but not for the fourth. All right, so the, the ones that do save uh, take half as much. Okay. The one who didn't takes full. So, a... 10 damage. All right. Nice and conveniently even. I'm yeah. just going to pick the first four out of the six orcs to take that damage. Random half. Got it. Uh, that, that means you just did, what, a 50, 25 points of damage. Yep. Pretty good. Even on successful saves. Uh and then th- the, the Thurwald Thurmoth. After they all drop their bombs in there, I will run in there and try to to hack the nearest one to the entrance. Okay. Um, do you want a specific target or you just want the... So what I'm going I to say... I assume it's one of the, the regulars. Yeah. That, so you would have to pass the six orcs that he just flamed um, in order to get to Gog... Or the I said Gog, Gog is the ogre. They gave him a name, um, and then the big orc. They are behind the group of six. Well, I think I, I'm not going to try to push past the okay. the group of six. So I would just take out one of those guys. Okay, so they have you know little bits of flame and char marks and and such. Hopefully, them. they'd be a little bit distracted. And uh, I drew aggro. <laughs> <laughs> I have an eighteen. Eighteen's going to hit. And if I can find the correct dice, it is ooh, ghetto ooh. crit. All right. Nice. Of 12 plus 3, 15 slashing damage. And number one orc has been severed from his life. Ooh, nice. Nice. You've, you've removed it from him. So and, Gog is dead? Uh, no, orc. No, no. So number one orc. And just because it was so fun, I'm going to use action surge and do it again. Uh, do, I wonder, does the fighter uh, on the pre-gen, does he get cleave? 
Um, it seemed like it would be neat to have cleave yeah. if you're starting with a big axe anyway. Yeah, I love cleave, but it doesn't look like it's on the pre-gen That sheet. would have been a perfect opportunity for a it cleave. Really? Just cleave yes. through all six of them? That would all right, nice. so go ahead, go ahead with your all right, second surge. One. Ooh, not as good. Nine on that one. So I want to use my, uh, mm. one of my awesome points to give you a re-roll. Do you have Ooh. an inspiration? Inspiration. Yeah, okay. All right, re-roll. Go for it. Make Don't roll awesome. a four. Don't roll a four. Don't roll a four. Don't. Oh, one. Oh. <laughs> That's what happened to me when that I makes do. the second inspiration roll from someone else that I failed on. <laughs> Just reduce. No more inspiration nothing. for you. All right. So Sir Walter Moss is able to completely decimate one orc and can't seem to find the one next to so him. He- so Sergeant Walter Ross like decimates one, swings on the other, and go, you can do better. And you're like, what? <laughs> no, <sure. laughs> and he calls out to his mommy. Uh, all right. So that's going to finish up the surprise round. Right. And we Top have of then. Top of the round. All right. So first up is Thor. Thor. Oh, Thor. He's not expecting that. I was so not. I'll I'll set the uh, the stage for you again. We have now five orcs near a little bit of a, a pit fire towards the cave entrance where Sir Walter Moss is, and just beyond them, a few feet, is an ogre which has been hit twice, once by yourself, um, as well as a bigger orc. Who seems angriest? Uh, right now, the bigger orc seems the angriest. Is the ogre just hanging out? The ogre has gotten shot and gotten flamed. Sacred flamed, as it were. Uh, and he's just looking very angry. And he was like, me. That's right. Right. <laughs> Wait till I get my hands on you. <laughs> yeah. I got, and and uh, just uh, uh, further setting the scene, the orcs all carry a great axe. Um, they have javelins laying on the ground next to them. The ogre has a great club, a very large club. Um, and there are javelins around the ground that any of them could pick up and throw at you guys. All right, I think I'm going to cast my first level spell, Guiding Bolt, which is a ranged spell attack. On a hit, target takes 4d6 radiant damage. Ooh. Against, against the uh, big orc, not the ogre. Okay. Uh, Ooh. 8 plus 5, 13. 8 plus 5, 13 of, against an armor class of 13 is going to hit. Oh, Ooh. lucky dog, lucky dog. All right, so 4d6. And I borrow the illustrious Ferris dice. Four, five, eight, nine, and five is 14 uh, total radiant damage. Uh, 14 radiant damage. Okay. My dice perform admirably. That was very good. They provide 13 of that damage. 13 of the 14 (laughs) from his three dice. (laughs) Your dice is on timeout. All right. So who's who's up after Thor? That would be the five orcs. Just to be clear, Thor yeah. has softened up the ogre and the big dude for you guys. Yeah, like he like he is wants to do. That's that's what he does. Now, the good part is he still has all his spells, so he can heal the ogre if he needs to. That's true. Right. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to start. We're going to take those five orcs, and right now they are all where Sir Walter Moss is. Oh no, Sir Walter Moss. Um, so we're going to get. We're going to start with the first one. They're just going to take their great axes and start hacking towards you. Uh, the first one is eight plus three is thirteen. Miss. Or plus five is thirteen. Miss. That misses. Um, he dodges. Second, fifteen plus five is twenty. Oh, oh, that that one hits. That one hits. They get a d twelve plus three, so Jeez. eleven slashing damage. You know Ooh. what it's like to hit someone with a great axe. Yeah. <laughs> um, the third one 
Now that there are two there already, the third one will get advantage on his attack. Uh, that's good, because the first rolls a two, the second is a nine. They'll both miss, because he gets get a plus five. <laughs> and then the last one will also get advantage. Twelve plus five is seventeen. Is that, that hit? barely hits, yes. Okay, then, well, let's see. No, the second one's not a 20. Um, so two plus three is five more damage okay. for Sir Walter Moss, and who's up after the orc? So the Sir Walter Moss orc. has now been surrounded by uh, five orcs. The big orc. A big orc. Um, and one of the other orcs uh, shouts over his shoulder towards the big orc. And he says, uh, Brugor, protect us. Brugor? And I shout back he has to you a guys. Name, so I, got I, <laughs> I got this. I got this. Um, he's going to grab his great axe and charge forward past them towards the cave entrance. And um, he's going to reach the cave entrance where you three are. And as an orc... Um, as a bonus action, they have a, or they have a thing called aggressive. And as a bonus action, he can move up to its speed towards a hostile creature that it can see. So it actually gets to move twice and still attack. Okay. So he's going to reach the cave entrance. And I'm going to aggressive. pick the person who's bragging the most about doing the damage. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll let him oh, attack. Oh, Mothma, do it. Protect me. <laughs> For someone we'll have who's him not attack. very confident, so, he really likes to do that damage. <laughs> uh, Brugor is going to attack Thor with the great axe of 20. Oh, I think that'll do it. So that and is, is half the 15 man damage. <laughs> 15 damage. No, hold on. It's not It's not maximum damage. It's you roll it twice. Yeah, you roll, you roll D12 twice. Um, so it is 11 plus 9 20. is 20 plus 3. 23 damage. It's a good oh. thing I'm starting at 36. <laughs> so he just charged forward and ripped the great axe right at you. Oh, that didn't feel so good. <laughs> All right. Oh. Wizards next. Are you all right, Mr. Oh, I got some heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right in the heart. All right. So next order is Ferris. That was the big orc. Brugor. That was the big orc. Ferris. Brugor. Right, Wizard. Uh, and, and as he was charging forward and putting his axe into you, um, uh, he shouts back to the, to the ogre and he says, Gog, get out here and eliminate him. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. All right, um, I am going to appear beside my illustrious friend here, who's been surrounded. Is there and any space? <laughs> we're gonna, we're, I'm gonna shock and boom. Oh yeah, shock and awe. What you got? What is it? So I'm going to teleport, misty step, and then thunder wave. Thunder wave. Uh, are you able to avoid hitting your ally? I am. I can sculpt my spells and go. avoid people. Thunder wave. Thunder. So they need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, orcs have good constitution. What is their DC? 13. 13. Um, There's five of them there. Uh, 10 plus 3 is 13. 16 plus 3 is 19. 14 plus 3 is 17. 6 plus 3. So what's that? The fourth one will miss. And the fifth one gets it. So only the fourth one does not save. The all right, well, the fourth one succeed. gets shoved back 10 feet. Okay, so he's shoved back. I'll let him get shoved right back into the ogre. And then I just rule the ogre around it. Now, the other ones take half this much. The one okay. takes full. Then we're going to have that's number five that got pushed back. So six damage. Six damage. 
That um, spell sounds awesome, but it doesn't three. really. It does great. It's just constitution. <laughs> so it's reliable. Oh, yeah, if it was, um, let's see, if they had to make a wisdom, intelligence, or charisma check, orcs aren't so great there. But they're pretty good at strength and constitution, and their decks doesn't suck either. Um, but who I mean, else? even with that, I just did 15, 21 damage. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. Yeah. May I ask a question for planning purposes? Yeah. If, I, if the casting time for a spell is a bonus action, does that mean I can cast two spells on the turn? Yep. Nice. Nice. Who's after Ferris? Um, Bree and the ogre are tied. And so the, the one okay. that so got Bree shoved goes back first. as I was casting the Thunder Wave, uh, that's the space I'm going to occupy beside him, so he can't be flanked as well anymore. All right. It sounds good. And... It's a thunder boom that can be okay. heard 300 feet in any direction. So I'm in a Ooh. cave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ow, my ears. Hey, I, think, I, think, I think we should throw the deafened out there a little bit. Yeah. What do you think? Why not? Jeez. They can still see you. Yep. Oh, that sucks. Oh. Uh, deafened creatures can't hear and automatically fails any ability check that requires hearing. Huh? <laughs> All right, so Bree's going to attack or try to attack the big ogre that's next to Orc. Oh, sorry. Yep. The big orc that's next to Thor, and she rolls a nine. Nine is not going to hit. And she misses. And So then the ogre's Thor. up next. Oh, so correct. you're going to use your bone action, action now to hide? Yes. <laughs> Bonus action uh-huh. to disengage. Cutting action. Hide. Cutting action. There it is. Cutting action. That way you can sneak attack next round. I could take yeah. the dash, disengage, or hide action, so I'm going to hide. Roll your stealth check. I'm going there for crying out loud. <laughs> wow. All right. So what you roll? very Heidi. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I rolled a 17 on, a di- on the mm-hmm. dice plus 7. All right. So you get you, you get like uh, you, you like meld into the I'm like wall or something. Yeah, all disappeared and stuff. Um, you said the ogre shared an initiative Ooh, there, correct? And who's after that? Who's after, after the those? ogre is Sir Walter Moss. Okay, it's so gotta. I'm, we'll do that. So, so the the so ogre, uh, being large, uh, is able to cover ground quickly, and he he uh, heads forward, uh, charging towards the entrance to the cave. Um, right up to the area where the orcs and moss and ferris are and he swings his club at ferris nice great club ooh plus 6 to hit a 19 on the die that's 25 i can't do anything to make that miss um so it's 2d8 plus 4 that is 7 and 8 is 15 plus 4 19 bludgeoning damage hot damn you guys are getting beat up <laughs> and yeah. you hear the the as he's charging at you, he says, "Mommy can't hear," <laughs> and he swings his big great club at you and thud. And Sir Walter Moss, let's finish off the first round. Um, I think I'm going to try to take out another one of the orcs. Okay. Hopefully, in a way that I would be taking out one that would be granting flanking to someone else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like the way. You put it. Uh, 12? Uh, 12 will not hit an orc. That sucks. So oh, well. The, the orcs, have, after only losing one of their number in the first battle and, and striking two very hard blows, seem to muster their courage 
as we head towards the second round. And that's where we're going to leave this one as a cliffhanger. And we'll pick up in the second round of combat when we continue in the next episode. Everyone say goodbye. Goodbye, Bye. guys. See you soon. Spell slinging and weapon swinging, our heroes are locked in combat with the orcs at Wyvern Tor, with an ogre thrown in for good measure. Come back for session two as we continue part three of the Dungeons and Dragons starter set. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.